The date is June the 13th, 1994, and the time is 1335 hours. And we're here with O.J. Simpson. Is that Orenthal James Simpson? You know, on emergency... Can you get someone over here now, please? Okay, what does he look like? He's O.J. Simpson. I think you know his record. First of all, he broke the back door down to get in. The body of 34-year-old Nicole Brown Simpson, ex-wife of O.J. Simpson, was found after midnight on the sidewalk outside her West Los Angeles home. These two young people didn't deserve to die, and they didn't deserve to die in that manner. Simpson told police he was in Chicago at the time of the killings. Los Angeles Police Department hastens to add there is a presumption of innocence, and that's very important. Police escorted him to the rear of the building, and a short time later, Simpson was seen in handcuffs. There is a rather amazing story developing in Los Angeles this hour, where California Highway Patrol is in pursuit of a white Ford Bronco, a car that was reported to be one that might contain O.J. Simpson and a friend earlier today. Police will not say whether Simpson is a suspect in the killer. All right, Mr. Simpson, would you please stand and face the jury? It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. In the matter of the people of the state of California versus Orenthal James Simpson, we the jury in the above entitled action find the defendant Orenthal James Simpson not guilty of the crime of murder. That you will not ask me another question about the case. I will never ask you again. We won't have to talk about it anymore. Just did you do it? <laughs> no, I didn't. This is O.J. Simpson in his words. Episode 5 and time for us to hear the last part of O.J. Simpson's interview with the LAPD detectives the day after his ex-wife was murdered. If you've just started with this episode, that's your cue to go back to episode 1 to hear the full interview by the police being broken down forensically, looking at the words and the statements that O.J. used and analysing those words to see what was really going on. And so far... The most worrying thing is it's hard to get a clear picture from OJ about what he was doing the night that Nicole and Ron Goldman, her friend, were murdered. OJ's not very clear on his movements that night. He's deceptive or evasive about the clothes he was wearing and also not clear on how he injured his hand. I've also said at the end of episode four that I detect the longer this interview has gone on, and it's only been half an hour or so so far, the longer this interview has gone on, OJ is getting more flustered. He's stalling more than he was at the start of the interview. He's telling needless stories too, kind of easy to talk about things, no stress stories for him to tell, like taking a breather when you're doing a heavy set at the gym. And as he gets tired, I think we're hearing more of the truth leaking out in the words that OJ is using. In this final episode looking at the police interview, the detectives press hard on how OJ and Nicole got on. OJ volunteers information about their sex life and they return to how well OJ knew Nicole's house and also the detectives return to OJ's acts of violence towards Nicole. The email address for you to send your observations, your questions and your thoughts on what you hear is oj at neverattruerword.com. I'll be delighted to hear from you. This always works best as a collaboration. oj at neverattruerword.com. So let's get back into the interview room. And as I mentioned at the end of episode four, this is a part of the interview where the recording doesn't seem to be available, but I do have the transcript and I'll read from that. Detective Van Atter says to OJ, Did Nicole mention that she'd been getting any threats lately to you? Anything she was concerned about or the kid's safety? OJ says, to her? Van Atter says, yes. OJ says, from? Van Atter says, from anybody. Well, this is a really straightforward question that OJ has asked, but twice he has to ask for clarification about what the detectives mean. Is he stalling again? Look at it. The question is, did Nicole mention that she'd been getting any threats lately to you? Anything she was concerned about or the kid's safety? OJ says, to her? Well, the very, very beginning of the question is, did Nicole mention she'd been getting any threats? So why does he have to say, to her? When Venata says, yes, OJ says, from? Why is that sensitive? Why doesn't OJ just say, no? She hadn't mentioned any threats or, yes, I believe she was concerned about her safety and the kid's safety. Why does he feel the need to ask these clarification questions when the question is very, very clear? I think here he's stalling for time. I think he's worried. What are the detectives onto here? Potentially, OJ has been threatening Nicole and he wonders if the detectives know this, which is why he's playing around and seeing what it is exactly that they're getting at. 
It should be an easy question. It's not about him. It's about things in general. And once OJ's got this clarification that, yes, the detectives mean when saying, did Nicole mention she'd been getting any threats lately? OJ, for some reason, has to clarify that they mean Nicole and the threats could come from anybody. OJ's reply is emphatic. He says, no, not at all. So in OJ's words, no threats had been mentioned. No, not at all. And yet when he was asked a question about threats, he had to qualify who got the threats, who the threats may be from. Why is that, OJ? The recording is now available for us, so let's go back inside that interview and Detective Manatter has a question about Nicole. Is she very security conscious? Did she keep that house locked up? Very. I know the intercom didn't work apparently, right? I thought it worked. Oh, okay. Does, uh, it, does the electronic buzzer work on the gate? The game? electronic buzzer would work to let people in. Do you ever park in the rear when you go over there? Most of the time. You do park in the rear? Most time when I'm taking the kids there, I come right into the driveway, blow the horn, and she, a lot of times, or the housekeeper, either the housekeeper open or they'll keep the door, garage door open up on the uh, uh, top of the thing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and right there. But that's when I'm dropping the kids off and stuff when I'm going in. OJ is asked, was she very security conscious? Did she keep the house locked up? And he replies, very. It's then put to him, the intercom didn't work apparently, right? OJ says, I thought it worked. The reply is, oh, okay. Does the electronic buzzer work? OJ says, the electronic buzzer works to let people in. Vanata then asks OJ, do you ever park in the rear when you go over there? OJ says, most of the time. And Vanata says, you do park in the rear. And OJ says, most times when I'm taking the kids there, I come right into the driveway, blow the horn and she, or a lot of the times the housekeeper, either the housekeeper opens or they'll keep a garage door open up on top of the thing, you know. But that's when I'm dropping the kids off and I'm not going in. Times I go to the front, I think that's sometimes I go to the front because the kids have to hit the buzzer and stuff. Now this all seems quite factual. I don't think he's trying to persuade us of very much in here, but a simple yes would have done. I do park in the rear most of the times. Again, is this him telling a story because it's low stress? It's quite easy for him to say what he usually does when he goes to the house. Notice he does say, That's when I'm dropping the kids off and I'm not going in. Now, is that a repetition of one of the things we saw in episode four from him where he repeatedly says he did not go in the house, even though he also says he did go in the house quite a lot. We'll come to more of that later, by the way. Oh, that's a classic that's on the way. Or is it just a description? That's when I'm dropping the kids off and I'm not going in. Another admission that he goes into the house. Do you remember way back in episode one, OJ said that him and Nicole had been trying to reconcile to get the relationship back on track, but it hadn't worked out? The detectives returned to that next. Did you say before that till up about, until about three weeks ago, you guys were going out again trying to... Uh, no, we were going out for about a year. And then the last six months we've had, it ain't been working. So we tried various things. Mm-hmm. To, to see if we can make it work. We started trying to date and it wasn't working. And, uh, and uh, so, you know, then we just said hell with it. The detective says to OJ, did you say before that up until about three weeks ago, you guys were going out again and trying to, OJ interrupts and says, no, we've been going out for about a year. And then the last six months we've had, it ain't been working. So we tried various things to see if we can make it work. We started trying to date and that wasn't working. And uh, so, uh, you know, Then we just said, the hell with it. Now, this doesn't quite tally with all of his other accounts because Vanatter puts to him, did you say that up until about three weeks ago, you guys were going out again and trying to... OJ did say that previously in the interview, that things had been going along and about three weeks ago, they'd gone their separate ways and decided it wasn't working. Here he tells a different story. We've been going out for about a year and then in the last six months, it ain't been working. So we tried various things. We started trying to date, that wasn't working, so we just said the hell with it. I'm curious about when he says, then the last six months we've had, and then he thinks better of finishing that thought, whatever it was he was going to say, we've had big issues, big troubles, lots of fights. We don't know, but he's going to say we've had whatever it is, and he stops himself and he starts again and says, it ain't been working. So I want to know what it was he was going to say. We've had what? 
But certainly, lots of use of we, we, we there, suggesting him in the call were doing something together. Not entirely sure what it was, because once again, OJ is not very clear about what it was, but it is we. And then he finishes with saying, the hell with it, which is quite an angry final declaration, I think. Once again from OJ, contradicting what he'd said previously in the interview. And the detectives press on on this because they do know that OJ said that up until about three weeks ago, they were trying to go out again. And now he's backtracking on that date slightly. And that was about three weeks ago? Yeah, about three weeks ago. Like so you were seeing happened. her after that point? It's, it's, it's um, to say I was seeing her, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We were trying, it was like, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a done deal. It just wasn't happening. And I was gone. I mean, I was in San Juan doing film. And uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we had sex since I've been back from San Juan. And that was, what, two months ago. So it's been like, for the kids, we try to do things together. Uh, we didn't go out together. You know, we didn't, we didn't really date each other. And then we decided, let's try to date each other. We went out one night, and it just didn't work. A lot in that, Banata asks. And that was about three weeks ago. And OJ says, yeah, about three weeks ago. Then the previous answer, he backtracked from it being three weeks ago. Vanata says, so you were seeing her up to that point, and OJ it gives a very stumbly answer. His answer is, it's, it's, um, see, I was seeing her, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was a done deal. It just wasn't happening. I mean, I was gone. I was in San Juan doing a film, and I don't, I don't, I don't think we had sex since I'd been back from San Juan, and that was like two months ago. So it's been like, for the kids, we tried doing things together. We didn't go out together, you know. We didn't really date each other. Then we decided, let's try to date each other. We went out one night and it just didn't work. So far, when OJ has been talking about his recent relationship with Nicole, his words, his language has been very generic. We were seeing each other. We were dating. We weren't dating and so on. And usually very vague on the timelines. Note how specific he is about the sex I don't think we had sex since I've been back from San Juan, and that was like two months ago. So I think there's some sensitivity about, what is it, the fact that they haven't had sex since then, the fact that Nicole's refused to have sex with them since then. This guy is very vague about a lot of timelines, but he knows when he last had sex with Nicole and how long ago it was. He's quite specific on the sex part. He knows the occasion they last had sex, he knows the time of it, and he knows the circumstances around it as well. Some other clues in OJ's words, he says, for the kids, we tried to do things together. When you say you tried to do something, that means you made an attempt at it, but it wasn't successful. Try also comes up when he said, then we decided let's try to date each other. And that trying, he tells us, existed of we went out one night and it just didn't work. So while he's been saying previously, him and Nicole, they tried to get along, they tried to reconcile, they tried to build a relationship again. He seems to be pointing to a specific incident here. We went out one night and it just didn't work. Just, again, is hiding things, it's minimising things. I think potentially a huge argument happened there or a large fallout happened there or something happened there to which the fallout since has been quite large. Potentially... It's about the OJ potentially wanting to have sex because obviously that is something that is really high in his priorities here when he's talking about what has been going on with him and Nicole. Looking at someone's words and the words they use and the statements they use, we can tell whether we think they're being honest and truthful or whether they're being deceptive and lying. But you can also see in the words people use their character come out. And you can see OJ's character come out too and that he has to mention he was doing a film in San Juan the fact he was doing a film adds nothing to our understanding of what is happening. We've seen it previously in the interview where he talks about the, the marshals that he met in the mall. They'll remember meeting me. Uh, the free cars he gets from, from Hertz. The free trousers he gets from Bugle Boy. His fame is very important to him. Now, normally in true crime podcasts, we go, oh, he must be a narcissist. Look how much time he spends talking about himself. We can't say that from the words that are here. In fact, diagnosing narcissism, that's that's for clinicians to do. That's not for someone who just looks at words. It's not for someone who hosts a true crime podcast to do either. And it's too easy to go, oh, he must be a narcissist. Look at how often he talks 
about himself and his fame. That's lazy, critical thinking to do that. What we can say from the words is he enjoys the fame and he enjoys telling people about the fame and potentially the status that that gives him. But back to what he's saying here, he's hiding steps. It's and so storytelling. I talked about that earlier where and something happened, so this happened. Uh, and that was like two months ago. So it's been like for the kids, we decided to do things together. He's suggesting some outcomes to us, but not what led to those outcomes, not the steps that led to those outcomes. For example, when he said it just didn't work, what does that mean? It could be everything from a blazing row to two people sitting there going, we don't get along anymore. We don't belong together, do we? No, you're right. Let's go our separate ways. And if it was the latter, why they need to hide it with the word just? Why wouldn't you come out and say that straight and directly? Anyway, I am not the only person that's noticed that things are being hidden here. You know, when you say it didn't work, what do you mean? Uh, the night we went out was fun. Then the next night we went out was actually when I was down in Laguna and she didn't want to go out. And I said, well, let's go out because I came all the way down here to go out. And we kind of had a beef. And um, it just didn't work after that. You know, it was like we were only trying to date to see if we can bring some romance back into our relationship. Just said, let's treat each other like a boyfriend and girlfriend instead of, uh, you know, like like 17-year-old married people. I'm 17 years together, whatever that is. The detectives ask, when you say it didn't work, what do you mean? And OJ says, ah, the night we went out, it was fun. Then the next night we went out and it was actually when I was down in Laguna and she didn't want to go out. And I said, well, let's go out because I came all the way down here to go out and we kind of had a beef and it just didn't work after that. You know, we were only trying to date to see if we could bring some romance back into our relationship. We just said, let's treat each other like boyfriend and girlfriend instead of, you know, like 17 year old married people. I mean, 17 years together, whatever that is. Let's have a look at what OJ is describing here. First of all, he said in the previous answer, we went on a date. The actual quote is, we went out one night and it just didn't work. Here he's saying there were two dates, although one of them was a date. The night we went out, it was fun. The next one doesn't sound like it was going to be fun anyway because Nicole didn't want to go out and he forced her to go out because he came all the way down here to go out. And he says, we kind of had a beef. So yes, there was a fight that night, potentially because OJ was dominating and said, I've come all the way here, we're going out. Not a great way to have a date, I think, and that comes out in his words. You can see we were trying to date each other to see if we could bring some romance back, so there's lots of that we in there. We just said, let's treat each other like boyfriend and girlfriend, but the thing I do say is I said, well, let's go out because I came all the way down here to come out. OJ definitely domineering in that conversation. How long were you together? 17. 17 years. Did you ever hit her, OJ? Uh, we had, that one night we had a fight. That night, that night we had a fight. Hey, she hit me. Yeah. You know, and, and as I said, they never took my state. They never wanted to hear my side. They never wanted to hear uh, the housekeeper's side. Nicole was drunk. She did her thing. She started tearing up my house. You know, and I, I didn't punch her or anything, but I, I, I you know. Slapped her a couple times. No, no, I wrestled her as well. Oh, okay. I didn't slap her at all. I mean, you know, you're harassing. Nicole's a strong girl. She's a, one of the most conditioned women since that period of time. She's hit me a few times, but I've never touched her after that. And I'm telling you, it's five, six years ago. Wow. Vanata asks OJ, how long were you together? And OJ says, 17 years. Vanata says, 17 years? Did you ever hit her, OJ? And this is a yes or no question. A yes or no answer is expected here. And Simpson doesn't give one. He starts with a sound. Ah, ah, uh, we, one night we had a fight. Look at the ways OJ could have answered this question. Did you ever hit her, OJ? No, I did not hit her. Did you ever hit her, OJ? Yeah, I did hit her once, I'm afraid. Instead, he points out one night we had a fight. We've seen this before when he's asked, was he arrested? He says, no, but one night we had a fight. Here, did you ever hit her? Ah, uh, we, one night we had a fight. And then he says, we had a fight and she hit me. And they never took my statement. They never wanted to hear my side and they never wanted to hear the housekeeper's side. Nicole was drunk. She did her thing. She started tearing up my house, you know. I didn't punch her or anything, but I, 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 I. Now, just look at that. He doesn't say until the very last thing there, 
I didn't hit her. In fact, he says, I didn't punch her. That leaves lots of room for a hit, a slap, a push. What's more important to OJ is they never took my statement. She hit me. They never wanted to hear my side. They never wanted to hear the housekeeper's side. That All of that is distraction. It's not OJ saying, I didn't hit her. Nicole was drunk. She did her thing. She started tearing up my house, you know. A reminder, the night before this interview, Nicole was murdered. I didn't punch her or anything, but I, I, I stutter there because he's trying to think about how do I say this? How do I phrase this? Have I said too much already? Vanata says, slapped her a couple of times. And OJ says, no, no. Now the no's come because he didn't slap her. I believe that he didn't slap her because straight away he says, no. He says, no, no. I wrestled her is what I did. I didn't slap her at all. I mean, Nicole's a strong girl. She's a one of the most conditioned women. Since that period of time, she's hit me a few times, but I never touched her after that. And I'm telling you, that's five, six years ago. Let's break OJ's words down there. I believe him when he said he didn't slap her because straight away when it's put to him, did you slap her? He says, no, no. And then he says, I wrestled her is what I did. Have you ever been in one of those situations where you make a mess of something and you jokingly say that you've put it right? You know, for example, if you left your scarf on a bus, there's one way of phrasing it, which would be, oh, I'm so stupid. I left my scarf in the bus and now I've got to buy myself a new one. Or you could say, I've given myself the chance to buy a new scarf. That's what I did. And that's what OJ sounds like here. I wrestled her is what I did. I'm going to put the most positive spin on domestic violence I possibly can when it's on the record that it happened. I wrestled her is what I did. He says, I didn't slap her at all. And I believe that. Unlike when he's asked if he hit her, he comes straight out and denies the slap. OJ continues. I mean, Nicole's a strong girl. She's one of the most conditioned. She's a one of the most conditioned women. That doesn't mean that you didn't punch her. That just means Nicole's a strong girl and she's in good condition. Since that period of time, she's hit me a few times. She's been dead less than 24 hours and OJ's trying to badmouth her in this police interview. And then he says, I've never touched her after that. To say the words, I've never touched her after that is an admission that you touched her before that. He's trying to deny hitting her. And I believe he didn't slap her, but I don't believe he didn't hit her because he didn't say no straight away to the accusation that he hit her. And then he says, I never touched her after that. This is just more of OJ avoiding the questions with an added dash of blaming a dead person. I don't believe his answer here. The detective's ebb and flow is really interesting in this interview. When they ask hard questions like, did you hit her? Did you slap her? They then move into something that's easy for OJ to answer. And we know what happens in OJ's telling the truth. He answers in few words. He answers the question directly and he answers very quickly. What's, what's your birthday? May 19th. Did you get together with her on her birthday? Yeah, her and I and the kids, I believe. Did you give her a gift? I gave her a gift. Well, what did you give her? I gave her the, either the bracelet or the earrings. Did she keep them or did she return Oh my, them? when we split, she gave me both the earrings and the bracelet back. I bought a very nice bracelet. I don't know if that was Mother's Day or birthday, and I bought her the earrings for the other thing. And when we split, uh, and it, to credit to her, she felt uh, that it wasn't right that she had it. And I said, do it because I want them back. Manata asks the easy question, what's her birthday? OJ says, May 19th. Two words. Manata says, did you get together with her on her birthday? OJ has to do a bit of thinking and he says, yeah, her and the kids, I believe. He's asked, did you give her a gift? He says, I gave her a gift. Vanatar says, what did you give her? And OJ says, I gave her either the bracelet or the earrings. Vanatar says, did she keep them or? And OJ interrupts and says, oh no, when we split, she gave me both the earrings and the bracelet back. I bought her a very nice bracelet. I don't know if it was Mother's Day or her birthday. And I bought her the earrings for the other thing. And when we split, and it's a credit to her, she felt it wasn't right that she had it. And I said, good, because I want them back. In this answer, look at OJ's words. He's direct with his answers. I believe most of this happened. I think there's a bit of picture painting going on. He potentially asked for the bracelet or the earrings back, whichever one it was he, he gave to her. OJ does give Nicole some credit. 
which is good after blaming her for his own violence. Interestingly, he calls their separation, which was uh, a separation earlier or a mature reflection of it just ain't working, it's just not working. He calls it a split twice here. A split is a bit more acrimonious, isn't it? Than a separation or a, yeah, we just decided to go our separate ways. A split, there's there's definitely been an event that's happened that has caused them to split up. The beef he was talking about earlier. The detectives press on with Nicole's birthday. Was that the very day of her birthday, May 19th, or was it a few days later? Uh, you gave it to her on the 19th of May, her birthday, right? The bracelet or Ah, uh, May I gave it her earring. No, the bracelet. May 19th. What was Mother's Day? Well, Mother's Day was uh, around it. No, it was, uh, it, was, it was probably her birthday, yes. Vanata asks, was that the very day of her birthday, May 19th, or was it a few days later? Oji says, what do you mean? Vanata says, you gave it to her on the 19th of May, her birthday, right? This bracelet. OJ says, I may have given her the earrings. No, the bracelet, May 19th. When was Mother's Day? Vanata says, Mother's Day was around that. OJ says, no, it was probably her birthday, yes. I've no problems with this. I'm not spotting a lot of deception in there. In fact, OJ's letting us in on his thoughts there um, and saying what he doesn't know, what he's not quite sure of and asking for a little bit of help to get some confirmation in there, which tends to be the actions of someone who's telling the truth. And I think here, OJ is telling the truth. And did she return it the same day? Oh, no, she returned you know, this. I get into a funny place here on this, all right? Yeah. Uh, she returned it... Um both of them. I mean, I, when we, three weeks ago or so, because when I said I'm in a funny place on this, it's because I gave it to my girlfriend and told her it was for her. And that was three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Told her I bought it for her. Yeah. You know, what am I going to do with it? We're still on Nicole's birthday and Manata's asking, did she return it the same day? And OJ says, oh no, she, I'm in a funny place here on this, all right? She returned it, both of them, three weeks ago or so, because when I say I'm in a funny place on this was because I gave it to my girlfriend and told her it was for her. And that was three weeks ago. I told her I bought it for her, you know? What am I going to do with it? Have a listen back to OJ talking about this. He's saying he's in a funny place. He's saying that, you know, he's in a bit of a jam with this story, but he's not showing any of the stress that he displays when he's talking about the events of the night of the murder. This is free-flowing OJ. Both of them. I mean, I, when we, three weeks ago or so, because when I said I'm in a funny place on this, it's because I gave it to my girlfriend and told her it was for her. And that was three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Told her I bought it for her. Yeah. You know, what am I going to do with it? So OJ's thinking out loud, but you can hear when he's saying he's in a funny place, he's trying to charm his way out of this one. You know, <laughs> what am I going to do with it? But there's no stress in his voice. There's no ums or ahs. It's very free flowing. He's admitting to making a mistake or doing something slightly unethical. There's no stress apparent in OJ's voice there. He does mention three weeks ago twice. He's very definite now on three weeks ago. He says it twice. This is the guy that's had some real problem with timelines, timings or date spans or anything like that. But three weeks ago, which is when he said he split with Nicole or he and Nicole decided to go their separate ways. Three weeks ago looms large in his mind. He's got that date down to a T. The email down to a T. What are you thinking right now? Let me know. OJ at neverattruerword.com. OJ at neverattruerword.com. The final episode of this podcast series will come to some conclusions and point out what I think OJ is being honest about and where I think OJ is lying. And I'd love to have your thoughts and your questions in that last episode of the podcast. OJ at neverattruerword.com. If you're enjoying this interrogation, it's starting to wind down, I'm afraid, but there's still some more to get from OJ. Did, did Mr. Weissman, your, your lawyer, your attorney, talk to you anything about this polygraph that brought us before? <laughs> what were your thoughts on that? Should I talk about my thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you. eventually I'll do it, but it's like, hey, I got some weird thoughts now. And I've had weird thoughts, you know, you've been with a person for 17 years, you think everything. I don't, I, I got to understand what this thing is. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I if, it's just, if it's too blue, I don't mind doing it. Detective Lang gets involved now and says, did Mr. Weitzman, your attorney, talk to you anything about this polygraph we brought up before? What are your thoughts on that? OJ's reply is, should I talk about my thoughts on that? 
I'm sure eventually I'll do it, but it's like, I've got some weird thoughts right now. I've had weird thoughts. You know, when you've been with a person for 17 years, you think everything. I've got to understand what this thing is. If it's true blue, I don't mind doing it. OJ starts with a question. He's asked the question and he asks a question in return, which he's been doing a lot of towards the end of this interview. It's a classic stalling tactic, asking a question when you're asked a question to give you some thinking time about what it is you're going to say next. And you can see here from OJ, he doesn't want to do a polygraph test right now. He's trying to think of an elegant way out, a way that looks good for him. He wants to appear honest. I've got some weird thoughts. I'm not sure if right now is the right time to, to do a polygraph test. And the only reason that he can think of to say it's not the right time to do the polygraph test is he was with Nicole for 17 years. Actually, he doesn't say that. He just says when you've been with a person for 17 years, he doesn't say... I've been with Nicole for 17 years. We were together, married for 17 years. So it's a bit of a funny time to do a polygraph test right now. I've just been having some strange thoughts about her. But he doesn't mention Nicole once in this answer. He just says, when you, that's you, not me, when you've been with a person for 17 years, you think everything. Well, the detectives really would like him to do the polygraph test. Well, you're not compelled at all to take this no. thing, number one. And number two, I know Mr. Weitzman explained it to you, this this goes to the exclusion of someone as much as to the inclusion. Yeah. Although that you do that to eliminate people yeah. mm -hmm. and just to get things but straight. But does it work for elimination? Oh, yeah. oh yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. We use it for elimination more than anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about it. Lang presses on, well, you're not compelled at all to take this thing, number one. And number two, and I don't know if Mr. Weitzman has explained it to you, this goes to the exclusion of someone as much as the inclusion, so we can eliminate people. And just to get things straight, well, OJ jumps on that. But does it work for elimination? And Lang says, oh, yes, we use it for elimination more than anything. And OJ says, well, I'll talk to him about it. I know we can jump on his enthusiasm now that elimination has been mentioned. He's keen to be eliminated, but... An innocent person would be keen to be eliminated as well. So we can't read too much into that answer. You understand we're, we're, the reason we're talking to you because you're the ex-husband. I know I'm the, the number one target. And now you're telling me I have blood all over the place. It's put to OJ. Understand the reason we're talking to you is because you're the ex-husband. Simpson says, I know I'm the, the number one target. And now you tell me I got blood all over the place. So he gets it. Very interesting. He's describing himself as a target, not a suspect. I know I'm the number one target. A target is something to be hit. A suspect is someone to be ruled in or someone to be ruled out. But OJ decides that he is a target or in OJ's words, he says he is a target. And then he mentions the blood. There was no mention of the blood in the question. The question is, the reason we're talking to you is because you're the ex-husband. So there was no mention of blood in the question and there hasn't been any mention of blood for a while in this interview. So it's high in OJ's priorities. But again, like the lie detector test, an innocent person would also have this blood high on their list of priorities. Oh damn, this blood looks really bad for me. So I'm not surprised that it's a high priority in OJ's head. What I am interested in though is what he says about the blood. He says, now you tell me I've got blood all over the place. Not all over my house, not all over my car, but all over the place. These detectives are not dumb. They are listening to OJ's words and their questions are reflecting back what OJ says. Well, there's blood at your house in the driveway yeah. and that uh, footstep, we've got a search warrant and we're going to go and get the blood. Yeah. Uh, we found some in your house. Yeah. Is that your blood? It's your if, if it's dripped, it's what I dripped running around trying to leave. Last night. Yeah, and I wasn't aware that it was... I was aware that I, that, you know, I was trying to get out of the house. I didn't, didn't pay any attention to it. I, I, I saw it when I was in the kitchen and I grabbed a napkin or something and that was it. And I didn't think about it after that. Lang says, well, there's blood at your house in the driveway and we've got a search warrant and we're going to go get the blood. We found some in your house. Is that your blood that's there? And OJ says, if it's dripped, it's what I dripped running around trying to leave. An interesting qualification in there. Only if the blood is dripped, is it OJ's blood? That's what he's saying there. If it's dripped, it's what I dripped running around trying to leave. And notice he's saying how the blood got there, not how he came to have blood on him or how he came to be dripping blood, only that he was running around trying to leave. That's why the blood was dripping, because he was running around trying to leave, not because he cut himself or caused an injury to his hand. Lang says, last night? And OJ says, yeah. 
And I wasn't aware that it was, I was aware that I, you know, I was trying to get out of the house. I didn't even pay any attention to it. I saw it when I was in the kitchen and I grabbed a napkin or something and that was it. I didn't think about it after that. So was he aware or was he not aware? Because he says, I wasn't aware that it was. And then he says, I was aware that I, and he stops that thought as well. He starts saying he wasn't aware and then realizes I, I can't finish this thought. So he says, I was aware that I, and then he realizes he can't finish that thought either. So he says, you know, I was trying to get out of the house. I didn't even pay any attention to it. I saw it when I was in the kitchen. So you did pay some attention to it. And I grabbed a napkin or something. So you did pay some attention to it because you were going to wash it up. And that was it. I didn't think about it after that. Previously in the interview, he said he reopened it in Chicago and asked someone to put a Band-Aid on it. To say you didn't pay any attention to something and then say you did pay attention to it, that doesn't hang together well for me. Remember, it was OJ who brought up the blood, but the detectives are more than happy to spend some more time talking about it. That was that was last night after you got home from the recital while you were That was last night when I was... I don't know what I was. I was in. A, I was in the car. I'm getting my junk out of the car. I was in the house. I was throwing hangers and stuff in in my suitcase. I was doing my little crazy. What I do? I mean, I do it every week. Everybody who's ever picked me up say that OJ's a whirlwind at the end. He's running. He's grabbing things. Mm -hmm. That's what I. That's what I was doing. Well, I. Vanetta asks. That was last night after you got home from the recital when you were rushing. OJ's answer is, that was last night when I was, I don't know what I was. I was in the car getting my junk out of the car. I was in the house. I was throwing hangers and stuff in my suitcase. I was doing my little crazy what I do. I mean, I do it everywhere. Anybody who's ever picked me up says that OJ's a whirlwind. He's running, he's grabbing things, and that's what I was doing. So he's asked again, what did he do after the recital? And he says, I don't know what I was. I presume the next word is doing. I don't know what I was doing. And then he goes on to tell us what he was doing, or more likely, I think, what he'd like us to think he was doing. I was in the car, getting my junk out of the car. I was in the house. I was throwing hangers and stuff in my suitcase. Now, I was in the car, getting my junk out of the car. Do you go in a car to get your junk out of the car? Is that how you would talk about it? Or would you say, I was at my car getting my junk out of my car? But OJ says, I was in the car getting my junk out of the car. I was in the house. I was throwing hangers and stuff in my suitcase. I was doing my little crazy that I do. And again, he's really keen to say he was this big blur of activity last night. And it's usual and it's normal for him to be this big blur of activity last night. There's a couple of things that really, really concern me about this answer. He says, I was doing my little crazy what I do. Previously, he said the glass was broken when he went a bit bonkers. So he said the night before he was doing a little crazy and also he went a bit bonkers. It's not an admission. It's not a confession. But at the very least, it shows he's admitting he has poor self-control and it could be, it could be leaking out. Last night he did something crazy. Last night he did something bonkers. The other thing that worries me is OJ is a whirlwind. He's running and he's grabbing things. Remember when he told Nicole that she was going out on a date? He's already talked about wrestling her. And now last night he was grabbing things is what he says. Two things in that answer, the little crazy and the grabbing things do worry me. Is this OJ leaking what happened last night? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna step out and I'm gonna get a photographer to come down and photograph your hand. Okay. And then uh, here pretty soon uh, we're gonna take you downstairs and get some blood from you. Okay. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Alright. Um. So it was about five days ago you last saw Nicole. Was it at the house? Okay. The last time I saw Nicole, Jesus. Physically saw Nicole. I saw her obviously last night. Uh, the, the time before, so what? I'm trying to even think. I went to Washington D.C., so I didn't see her. I'm trying to think. I haven't seen her since I went to Washington. I went to Washington. What's the day today? That's an interesting question that's thrown to him. So Vanatter excuses himself and says, "I'm going to get a photographer to come down and photograph your hand there." 
and then here pretty soon we're going to take you downstairs and get some blood from you, okay? I'll be right back. And he leaves the room. Lang turns to OJ and says, so it was about five days ago you last saw Nicole. Was it at her house? Interesting question because OJ's already said the last time he saw her was last night at the recital. OJ says, okay, the last time I saw Nicole, physically saw Nicole, I saw her obviously last night. Now, he doesn't say where he saw her last night. He has said previously when he's been asked, when did you last see Nicole? He has said at the recital last night. But here he doesn't put the recital in there. He says, I saw her obviously last night. I think he's alluding to the recital because he says obviously. And then he says, the time before, I'm trying to think, I went to Washington, D.C., so I didn't see her. So I'm trying to think, I haven't seen her since I went to Washington. What's the day today? Is this genuine? Can he not remember the last time he saw Nicole before that? Or is this stalling? And he does say, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Is he trying to think about what the real answer is? Or is he trying to think about what would be the best answer to make up? Also, look at the question Lang asked. He says, so it was about five days ago you last saw Nicole. Was it at the house? He doesn't actually say, when did you last see her? He just says, it was about five days ago. Was it at her house? And OJ just goes back to times. He doesn't say where it was that he last saw Nicole. He doesn't even appear to be trying to work out where it was. The eagle-eared of you will also remember that when OJ was asked, was your hand injured when you were last at Nicole's house? OJ said a week ago. Now when he's asked, when were you last at Nicole's house? He can't remember and he has to try and work it out. He finished off by asking the detective what the date was today. What's the date today? I mean, the day is Monday. Right? Today is Monday, okay. the 13th of June. I went to Washington on, I went to Washington on maybe Wednesday. Thursday, I think I was in, um, Thursday I was in um, Connecticut. Then Long Island Thursday afternoon and all Friday. I got home Friday night, Friday afternoon. I uh, played, you know, Paula picked me up. I was at the airport. Mm -hmm. I played golf Saturday and when I came home, I think my son was there. So I did something with my son. I don't think I saw Nicole at all then. And then I went to a big affair with Paul uh, Saturday night, and I got a Blake off Sunday, which pissed Paul off. And I uh, saw Nicole at the test. So it was about a week before I saw it. Line confirms today's Monday, the 13th of June. And OJ says, OK, I went to Washington on maybe Wednesday. Thursday, I think I was in, um, Thursday, I was in um, Connecticut, then Long Island Thursday afternoon and all of Friday. I got home Friday night. Friday afternoon, I played, you know, Paula picked me up at the airport. I played golf Saturday. And when I came home, I think my son was there. So I did something with my son. I don't think I saw Nicole at all then. And then I went to a big affair with Paula Saturday night and I got up and played golf Sunday, which pissed Paula off. And I saw Nicole at, it was about a week before I saw her at the strange answer, strange answer. He's very good at telling us all the times that he didn't see Nicole and all the times he did see his son and he saw Paula. So he was asked, when did you last see Nicole? And he tells us when he didn't see Nicole. Tells us a lot about when he saw Paula. And finally, finally, he gets to the answer when he last saw Nicole about a week before. And he says, I saw her at the, and it, it trails off into, we never get to find out where he saw her. One other thing of note is that he played golf on Sunday and in OJ's words, pissed Paula off. So he has fights with Nicole and he's pissed off his current girlfriend. So he has issues with women for sure. Now, remember, Lang did ask, where did you last see Nicole? It wasn't so much when did you last see Nicole, but where did you last see Nicole? He's not going to let that one go. Okay, the last time you saw Nicole, was that at her house? I'm, I don't remember. If I, I wasn't in her house, so I couldn't have yeah. had her house. So it was, uh, you know, I don't physically remember the last time I saw her. I may have saw her even jogging one day. Lang says, okay, the last time you saw Nicole, was that at her house? Noche says, I don't remember. I wasn't in her house, so it couldn't have been at her house. So it was, you know, I don't physically remember the last time I saw her. 
I may have seen her even jogging one day. So he doesn't remember the last time he saw her, but he does know it wasn't in her house. He says, I wasn't in her house, so it couldn't have been at her house. How the logic on that works at all, I don't know. It's perfectly understandable that you could see someone at their house without being in their house. But he wants to repeat that he has not been in Nicole's house. So he remembers the last time he saw Nicole, he just doesn't remember where it was. But he wasn't in her house. Have we got that okay? Now, I kind of like Detective Lang because he's picking up on the same things as me. Um, Let me get this straight. You've never physically been inside the house? Not in the last week. He says, let me get this straight. You've never physically been inside the house? And instead of saying, yeah, I used to go inside the house, but I don't go in the house anymore. The first thing that OJ thinks of saying is, not in the last week. Let me get this straight. You've never physically been inside the house? Not in the last week. Can you imagine if you asked someone if they'd ever physically drunk Coca-Cola and they said, not in the last week? Or if you ask someone, have you ever physically been on a bus and they say, not in the last week? It's not a natural use of language. Why is OJ phrasing this answer like this? Now, coming up is something crucial. He's been asked if he's ever been in the house and his usual answer is no. Even when it's drilled down, he says, I haven't been in the house in the last week. Lang's noticing these inconsistencies. If ever. I mean, how long has she lived there? About oh, six months? Christ, I've slept at the house okay. for right. many, many, many times, you know. I've done everything at the house. Okay. You know, I'm just saying, in the last, you, you're talking the last week or so. Yeah. Lang says, ever. I mean, how long has she lived there? About six months? OJ replies with, oh Christ, I've slept at the house many, many, many times, you know. I've done everything in the house, you know. I'm just saying, you're talking in the last week or so. No, OJ, you're talking in the last week or so. The detectives have been asking open questions. Have you ever been in her house? And you're the person drilling it down to, I have not been in that house for the last week or so. It seems really important to you to say that you didn't go in the house in the last week. What does he mean by, I've done everything at the house, you know? Well, he says he slept at the house many, many times. Is he talking about sex again? It feels boastful. It feels like he's boasting about what he's done with Nicole in her house. Well, uh, she's been yeah. six months she's lived there? I don't know. Roughly last week, I was at her house maybe two weeks ago or 10 days ago. One night, her and I had a long talk, you know, about, you know, you know, how can we make it better for the kids and how can we do things better, you know? And, um, um, okay, I can almost say when that was. That was when I, I don't know, it was about 10 days ago. And then we, I had her, the next day I had her, uh, have her dog do a flea bath or something with me. And then, oh, I tell you, I did see her one day. One day I went, I don't know if this was early part of last week, I went because my son had to go and get something, and he ran in, and she came to the gate, and the dog ran out, and her friend Faye and I went looking for the dog. Mm -hmm. That may have been a week ago, I don't know. Line goes, whatever, six months she's lived there. O.J. Simpson says, I don't know, roughly. I was at her house maybe two weeks ago, 10 days ago, which contradicts him saying earlier in the interview that he hadn't been in the house for about three weeks since he got back together with Paula. Anyway, I was at her house maybe two weeks ago, 10 days ago. One night, her and I had a long talk, you know, about how we can make it better for the kids. And I told her we'd do things better. And, um, um, okay, I can almost say when that was. That was when I, I, I don't know. It was about 10 days ago. And then we, the next day, I had her, had her have her dog do a flea bath or something with me. Oh, I'll tell you, I did see her one day. One day I went, I don't know if this was the early part of last week. I went because my son had to go and get something and he ran in and she came to the gate and the dog ran out and her friend Faye and I went looking for the dog. That may have been a week ago. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, there is OJ Simpson Concerned dad doing things better for the kids, concerned pet lover giving flea baths and went looking for dogs. What a nice guy he is. His only problem is he cannot pin himself down to any definite dates at all. 
But within all the vague dates that OJ has given all the way through this interview, he has contradicted himself time and time again. Can I start with them? No, we're taking up there. And that's it finished. Lang says to Vanatter, got a photographer coming? Vanatter's reply is, no, we're going to take him up there. And Lang says, we're ready to terminate this at 14.07. And the interview with OJ Simpson is terminated. You've heard all the interview if you've made it this far. Here's some questions from OJ's words. Forget the evidence, forget what else you've read, forget what's on Wikipedia, just from the words and statements you've heard from OJ in this very first police interview. How did OJ view Nicole? What did OJ do the night before, the night that Nicole and Ron Goldman were murdered? What did he do between the dance recital and going to Chicago? How did OJ injure his hand? Did OJ have any reason to kill Nicole? In this interview, what has he lied to the police about? And throughout this interview, is there anything missing? Have a good think about this one. Is there anything that you would expect to hear in OJ's words, but you don't? Think about those questions and send any thoughts or answers that you have to oj at neverattruerword.com oj at neverattruerword.com In a couple of weeks' time, I will record the final episode where we'll all come to our conclusions. So send me your thoughts and we'll put a great episode together with the group's thoughts on the words of OJ Simpson. And what else have you spotted in OJ's words and statements? But whether you think that points to him being guilty or whether you think potentially there's some innocence coming through in his words, what else have you spotted in his words? What have I left out? For example... What do you think about him using the word nicks to describe the injuries that he gets on the golf course? What have I completely missed? And what do you think I got wrong? OJ at neverattruerword.com And what about the words of the police detectives? I've mentioned them a couple of times, but did you see anything else in the words of those police detectives? OJ at neverattruerword.com you can connect socially on connect.neverattruerword.com. That's links to all the social media and YouTube channels. The email address and that social media address are in the show notes, as is the link to the Facebook group with some bonus OJ Simpson words, which we haven't covered in this podcast. So we will get to you for that final episode with my thoughts and your thoughts. Subscribe to make sure that you don't miss it. OJ Simpson in his words. Until that episode where we'll wrap things up. In the interests of fairness, we should leave the final word to the man himself. Just did you do it? No, I didn't. didn't, didn't.